coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, from my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, and let's face it, they're, they're kind of stupid. <laughs> That's the fact. Uh, the review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the government and the media, they're kind of stupider. So uh, you can pick from those. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because sometimes I'm the mostest stupidest stupider. That's why. And also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. <laughs> The David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, like this weekend when you and I pray, because we're going to pray this weekend, do we believe that he is able to do what we are praying? Or are we going through the motions? Oh, hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, do not let it die of loneliness. Reach out to us. Let us know. It can be a praise report. It can be a prayer request. It can be something that's on your mind. Give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call. Not if you call, when you call, 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. Dynamite! Uh, talking to Dynamite D, that's like getting an unexpected bonus in your paycheck. Sounds about right. Glory to God. Does that sound right? Does that, that sound, sound like, pretty accurate? Is that, that kind of hitting home? Is that hitting close wink, to wink. home? <laughs> okay. Thank God. Uh, praise the Lord. All right. So we're just giving you that opportunity to reach out to us by phone. It's easy to do. We promise we won't do anything weird that you know of. Not too weird. <laughs> Not least. too weird. Right. Also, you can text us live during the show, 214 210 That's 214 210 
Additionally, you can send us an email, david at hemusincrease.org. For those that have something they want to complain about, you've got about 15 seconds till this email expires. But, gee, I really don't like David or the show or the station, and I really got a lot to say about this. So please let me say something at gmail.com. You have about three seconds left. Uh, if you can't reach that, I get it. But in the meantime, you can still send an email to david at hemusincrease.org. We send you up to the website as we always do at this point. A couple of things to tell you. It is important for you to understand that we are driven by donations. Driven. That's a terrible word. We are sustained by donations. And so when you give, you you don't get anything fancy. You don't get a car. You don't get money. You don't get a book that's been anointed by me, as though that would help you. Uh, You get exactly what you should get, which is a receipt saying that you gave. But more importantly, you're giving into the kingdom of God, and you're helping us reach people. And I'm not even allowed to read all the letters, but we get a lot of letters about people that get touched, and we want to just keep it going. Nothing else. Let's just keep it going. Let's just keep it rolling. We're not we're not uh, over here banking dough. I am getting to the close to the $100,000 uh, mark, but that's on my car, not in my bank account. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking you was talking <laughs> private jets or something, Dave. Yeah, well, though, that's are... <laughs> <laughs> you get to the closer to the half million mark when we get up to there, but the car is at 98 plus. <laughs> but you know, it's running like a champ. It's like, that's all I care about. Uh, bottom line, reach out to us on the website, plus an altered schedule. We should have did the warning sound. Yeah, I should have done. You want to do the warning sound? Do the warning thing. Of course. Go ahead, do it. Do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, it's so nice that thing is not so loud as it used to be. Because when that thing used to go off into my ear, it was like th- at 300 volume or something. Seemed to be real. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, right, exactly. We're, it's coming right into the studio. Anyway, on Monday and Tuesday, I will not be in live. Now, that does not mean it won't be a good show. That's number one. Number two, that does not mean that if you want to give, you shouldn't give because I'm not there live. Bad plan. I wish we could get rid of that. That's terrible. Number three, thank you. Number three, it doesn't matter who is on the board at that time as we just keep going through it. I just picked the shows that I think would be good replays. So don't get all weirded out on me because I just don't like stuff like that. So bottom line, right? Right? Bottom line, we want the show to be a blessing. And a lot of the replays are pretty good. I mean, they're pretty good. You, you, you usually pick up something you missed or maybe just get refreshed on something. We hope that happens. We hope it's a blessing. But Monday and Tuesday are not so good for me. We're going to take some time off. Ironically, you'd think we'd be taking an actual break while we are going to be hunting through different areas that we potentially may move to. So it's not actually ah. the break break that you think it is. We want to give props to everybody who's been praying for us, plus Deb and Deb being a, a driving force saying, take the time off or, you know, she has a lot to say. <laughs> she, if she doesn't like it, she just lets you know. But then that's what you love about her. Um, all right. So those things are going on. That's all for real. Uh, check out the website, he must increase.org. Prayer request? Amosincrease.org. Praise report? Amosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Amosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. I mean, I didn't even hear that. Very quick. 
Now, that either means I'm getting old <laughs> or, the, or things are going by too fast, although both of those things could be true simultaneously. Right? Let's go with going by too fast. Okay, going by too fast. Um, anyhow, I just want to give everybody the acknowledgement. We really do appreciate the love and the prayers and everybody. So we are at three years and 11 months today. So we are right there at the four-year mark, a thousand shows, blah, 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 blah. We'll get into that later on. Here's what I really want you to know. This has been a super, super big blessing, and we want to continue to be a blessing to one another. And everybody that prays, that listens, that participates, you're part of that blessing. You're part of this fellowships not the it's not a church we don't do baptisms we're not doing communion but we are a gathering a fellowship a group of believers and multifaceted that is to say the least <laughs> we could we could really make a case for being christian diverse <laughs> at the high levels of things a lot of different members of the body yes very we are well represented on this show i just want to say that all right, let me get into this text because it's so far beyond me. It's all, oh, but I always think texts are beyond people. I think it's great when preachers preach and they teach. And I love, love different teachers. I love the older. I love the younger. I love the high energy. I love the soft wisdom. I love the guys that move around. And I love the guys that sit on the stool. I just love it. I actually, I like props more than anything. And when I was going to Kurt's church, I was asked him about that. And one time he used a prop and dropped it on somebody's foot and it broke their foot. So <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful about that stuff. Here is this unbelievable section. And if we get through it, it'll be by the grace of God and by his blessing. We are in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. It says this, by faith, Noah. Let me use by faith. No, after he was warned about what was not yet seen and motivated by godly fear, built an ark to deliver his family. By faith, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Now, before you get all freaky on me, because people do that, let's just be on the record. Noah was a man of enormous faith. He even had a righteous faith before Abraham was declared to have a righteous faith. Okay? Because it was beforehand. The thing about Noah is that he, it was different because he demonstrated more faith than Adam. And you have to think, well, what do you mean he demonstrated more faith than Adam? Adam, along with Eve, didn't need faith to know God. They needed faith to obey God. Okay? God created them. All right? He was present, right? He was visiting them in the evening. Hello, gang, right? So their faith, Adam and Eve's faith, became an issue of obedience. Noah had to respond to that which he could not see. So Noah's faith was a declaration not just in obedience, but also to something he's never heard of before, the rains and the floods. I mean, really, Noah should have sold umbrellas. <laughs> but who would have bought them? I don't know, because nobody would have known what they were for, right? 
I mean, that's would have been a problem. But just think about it. this guy who's in the, who's operating in this in this level of faith. Now he's not having he doesn't have the same experience as Adam and Eve. Adam was created by God. Eve created from God through Adam. Noah is offspring. But Noah has this amazing, amazing faith. And it says he was warned about what was not yet seen. And you know what he did? He believed that. <gasps> That's the faith. You see, we don't always see it. But our faith helps us to seize it. Get that line? It's a good line. You should think you should write that down if you're a person who writes lines down. We don't always we don't always see it, but by faith we seize it. When he was motivated by a godly fear, he built an ark, delivering his family by his faith, saying he absolutely believes that what God has spoken to him, he God's going to do. By that faith, he demonstrated that the rest of the world was just completely selfish, irresponsible, self-centered, lying, terrible beings. So bad, so bad, God was like, I'm going to wash this. <laughs> you have to think about how big that is. God, here's his creation. He's like, get the wash basin. We're going to take this. This is terrible. I'm just, just reminding me right now about Birdie when he came and he was all muddy. I told you that the other day. It was so bad. I had to squirt him with those. It was just so I'm thinking the Lord's looking at this going, ooh, yeah. We're going to have to, you know, soap is coming here. Here we go. But we're going to have this guy. He's good. Let's go pull him out. That faith saved Noah, condemned the world, and became a stellar point of just of consideration that unlike everybody else, Noah just said, okay. That's a lot, Dave. That's, oh, my goodness. And people forget that Noah didn't build the ark in a week. <laughs> he was 500 when he heard the call and the command, 500-ish. He was 600-ish when the water came. That's a long time. How many times did God speak to him in between all that? We don't know. It's not recorded. But what we know is he just kept doing his thing. And it was a lot going on in that time. Oh, they were bad. They were bad. And God was like, you know what? The only one who's good is the one who has faith. To the point where he regretted he created them. What's that? I say to the point where he regretted. Oh, he was, he was upset that he wow. did it. He was just, can you imagine? I, and I, you have to think of this, and don't get mad at me, but you have to think this as a parent. But you have to think, could you imagine being sorry that you had your kid? Oh. Ooh. Oh, that's a lot. They must have been really bad, right? But Noah! <sighs> Noah, Noah. What a guy. I mean, what a stud. I mean, by faith. By, I mean, I'm going to just douse the planet. You're going to build a boat. It's really going to be an ark. What's that? <laughs> Think of how nutty that looks, Dave. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But it's our example. Sometimes God asks you to do something nobody else could possibly understand because they haven't seen it yet either. Guess what you do? You do it. You do what the Lord sets before you, right? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Woman walks into window and sues for injuries. <laughs> Play that again. <laughs> Apparently now, being moronic entitles you to sue. Uh, here's the problem. The person walked into a window and sued the restaurant owner because there was a window there. I want to say two things. One, my dog has more common sense than that because my dog stops at the window and waits. And number two, I guess with the $100,000 the woman is trying to get, she can buy a sensor that goes off and she can wrap it around her forehead so that whenever she's going to come close to an object, it will beep for her. What do you think? That's a good one. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770. That truth station here in Texas got a couple things we're going to cover. Uh, we'll do our trivia in a second. We'll do our DNA. But there's two things I want to take care of real quickly. Number one, Lewis is one of our listeners just sent me a text. So I want to read the text. I'm hoping I can do a good job reading the text because he just sent it. He said, I want to thank everybody for prayers for my father-in-law, Tony. Rosie and I have traveled to South Texas to come and see him. He's out of the hospital last Friday or Saturday. He's doing extremely well at this time. We took him on his checkup earlier today, and all is A-OK at this time. God is great. Thank you, guys, and keep praying for him and our family. Love you guys. So that's from Lewis. We thank you for that, sharing with that as well. 
Uh, thank you, Lewis, for sharing that text with us. It's always good when we're praying for you guys for us to get updates. So, for example, I got an update this morning regarding NOLA. Okay? I listen to this. So there's two sections to this. And then we're going to go into prayer for everybody. Uh, David, just an update. This is from John. Uh, they will be doing blood tests on Monday to see if her CAR T-cell therapy worked. Hopefully it did. And we can proceed with the bone marrow transplant. Thanks again for your prayers. Then I sent him a text saying, how's she doing? Because, you know, you still want to know, how is she? I mean, she's a young young little girl. He said she's feeling better and eating again. She's still weak from the ordeal, but getting her strength back. So praise the Lord. That's another great thing. So here you've got Nola's doing better. You know, Lewis is telling us about Tony doing better. And it's like, you know what? Let's just keep praying because people are doing better. And so why would you? Why would you not keep praying? Right? Prayer works. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean, it's, you know, people might dislike it, but even the New England Journal of Medicine acknowledged that prayer helps the effects of healing. It's like no, and they don't even believe in God, so it's like it's amazing. So let's just pray, Father. We come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for Tony and for Nola and for the people in our lives that you're touching. We thank you for Rosalind. We thank you for Gary. We thank you for the people. We thank you for Deborah. We thank you for this people that need a touch, a physical touch in their body, that you are the creator of the body. You are able to resurrect the body, and certainly you who created the body can mend the body. And so we're asking you to bring that mending power, that healing power into these people's lives every step into recovery, into being strengthened, into being stronger. Every step is a blessing, and we are asking you to pour out your blessings on these people and let their health be just revitalized and strengthened to your glory in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit for all your people to rejoice and, and dance and sing together. Wouldn't that just be awesome, Lord? Please let that take place in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we pray that prayer and we believe. Why? Why would you? I don't know. Believe ye that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay, according to your faith, so be it. Bam! There you go, right there. All right, here's your trivia question. Trivia, what happened to Moses' hand when he put it inside his cloak to perform a miracle? What happened to Moses' hand when he put it inside his cloak to perform a miracle? What happened to his hand? I was going to get the pow-pow, but not for spelling. <laughs> That's all this. Is that a nice way to say that? Yeah, yeah. Get much. the pow-pow, but not for spelling. Those big voice ticks. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll do our DNA in the next... Okay, if that's okay, because we just our timing is a little tight, which is fine, no biggie. Uh, you, if you know that answer, by the way, you do have a couple of minutes. Nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero. You can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three, or send an email, David at he must increase dot org. I want to finish up on this Noah thing. Now, there's no way I can do this justice, especially because there's so many people to go after and to talk about in the Hall of Fame of Faith in Hebrews chapter 11. But I want you to hear again what's being said and catch the the depth that God is, is, is pouring forth. The first person that's talked about in the Hall of Fame of Faith is Abel, okay? And then Enoch is brought into the play. But now we've got Noah, and Noah gets a lot of, gets a lot of print. He's, he's in the book. 
And so you get to really study Noah, uh, his actions, reactions, what he did before, what he did after. It's quite fascinating. So Noah, here's what it says. By faith, Noah, after he was warned about what is not was not yet seen and motivated by godly fear. He, he feared the Lord. He wanted to do it right. He was in awe and reverence of God, wanted to respond. He built the ark to deliver his family. And by faith, he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Now, this, of course, leads into Abraham, who is the king of the people of faith. And just to give you an idea how deep Abraham goes, Abraham's mentioned 200 times in the Bible. Seventy of those are in the New Testament. So it's just enormous. But I want you to understand something about Noah's attributes. He responded to something not yet seen. He built something new in response to God. He feared God. He sought to protect his family. Noah set the bar pretty high. And because of his obedience to God, he became an heir of righteousness by faith, even before Abraham. He also condemned the world by his faithfulness. Now, here's something important. God doesn't grade on a curve, okay? But he does mark stuff with a rainbow curve, and that's what he did with Noah. <laughs> he marked about, good job, there's your mark right there, there you go. Right? If God graded on a curve, it'd be, it'd be, <laughs> everybody less than Noah would be going down, <laughs> going down, no, no, no. D minus flunk bye. <laughs> it's like we don't want that. That's not that's not good. What we love about Noah is that God told him to do something, and here's what he did. Ready? He did it. Right? What he didn't do, which is what I would do, is ask for 400 signs. I'd be like, I want a sign. I want another sign. I want another sign to give me affirmation for the sign that I got the sign. That's what I'd be doing. Oh, you would do it too. He he got the sign all right, the rainbow. (laughs) He got the sign after. Like, good job. You hit to live. You have sustained humanity. That guy saved the world. Talk about saving the key. Save the world. That's a real, that's a lot there, Dave. Wow. I mean, I, how could you unpack that? That's just so much, right? All right. Uh, what happened to Moses' hand when he put it inside the cloak to perform a miraculous sign? He did not pull out a rabbit. That's an interesting thought. But no, it became leprous. And then when he put his hand back in, it became normal again. That was the sign that the Lord used. We'll take our break. Then we will come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? The word gospel means good news. Now, that's that's funny in the sense that when people think of God, they always think of judgment and wrath. But... The fact of the matter is God even creating us gives us a sense of understanding that there is a commitment, a love, a connection to us, and that is, get ready, good. That's a good thing. So if you take a look around, right, just take a little look around. If you watch television, listen to the radio like us, search the Internet, get on Facebook, read magazines, the one thing that you're going to notice that there is very little gospel or good news in the world. You want to know why? One, good news doesn't sell. So let's just be honest. 
right? If you've been in media for any length of time, you know if it bleeds, it leads. That's the mindset. And it has to do with money. It has to do with power. So that, that power, that money, that influence, which actually has a demonic origin, but that all is connected towards not good news. Because not good news means that you'll be paying attention because there's so much going on. In fact, there's a fear, a terror, an anxiety, a doubt, even a doom that's within the world. And here's the kicker. If you are personally experiencing these diseases in your life, it's likely that you and I are allowing foul influences of the world to affect us. But Jesus brought a different slant on life. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Well, why not as the world gives? Because everything the world gives is a lie. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we live our lives more freely from trouble, it means that we're walking more closely with the king of kings. He wants us to be free from fear and trouble in the worldly sense. So we, the question is, how is our heart doing? How are we doing on the inside? Are we free or are we in bondages? remember Jesus did come to set the captives free right in Psalm 112 verse 7 King David writes he will have no fear of bad news his heart is steadfast trusting in the Lord we need to be free from troubled and fearful hearts 770 KAAM Garland Dallas Fort Worth